I think this morning we're called to wrestle with two questions. Who are you called to be? And what's getting in the way of that? Since the spring of last year, it's estimated that about 33 million people have quit their jobs. They're calling it the Great Resignation. Now, for some, this has been a period of time when you can get a quick bump in pay by switching employers. But for many, I think there's more to the story, a lot more to the story, as to why they were switching jobs and, in some cases, leaving their familiar industries altogether. Some undoubtedly were just burnt out. When we know that a busy day or a busy week is on the horizon, we can pull ourselves together because we know that there is an end in sight. But for folks like our teachers, our healthcare workers, or for the people that were busy cooking our takeout or delivering our mail, things got busy, really busy. Those Today is going to be crazy, but I got this pep talks they were giving themselves in the mirror every morning, lost their magic as the months and the years went by. And day by day, they grew more and more tired. And while all that was going on, a different segment of the workforce was getting used to working from home and they quickly found themselves getting used to all of the extra time they had in their day. In an area like Los Angeles, where commutes are easily an hour or two, this meant people were getting anywhere from five to 10 hours a week added back into their lives. Five to 10 hours a week that they could spend cooking, exercising, cleaning, reconnecting with friends on Zoom, being able to go to their child's soccer or softball game, and maybe even working on some merit badges, too. For these folks, they discovered something, that they now had the time and energy to finally be the people they always wanted to be. A loving spouse who did all their chores, a helpful coworker, who is around if you needed to think through something, a supportive parent who is there if you were going through a rough time, a priest who had time to connect. But then the announcements started happening, company after company issuing memos, effective this day, employees will be required to return to the office. They weren't so much dreading going back into the office, reconnecting with their colleagues, both old and new, but they looked back on the benefits of all the extra time and flexibility they had and wondered if they were going to miss having the time and energy to do all of those things. Truth be told, I think that is why people didn't want to give up. There was a fear of going back to being that 
busy spouse who completely forgot about that thing that they were supposed to do, promising to take care of it tomorrow. They were afraid of being that coworker again who couldn't help out right now because they had back-to-back -back meetings until 5.30. Or that parent who didn't make it to the game because of traffic. For two years, they were the person that they wanted to be. They were the person that they were called to be. And they weren't going to let that slip away so easily. So 33 million people said not so fast, responding with their own announcement. Effective this day, I will be resigning. Enter our two readings this morning. Burned out Abram and not so fast Jesus. Abram first encountered God at the young age of 75. God tells Abram, I will make you into a great nation and invites him to pack up everything and settle into a new land. And so he does, but then famine breaks out in the land, so he has to head down to Egypt for a while. Then they leave, glossing over that whole story, with all their livestock and goods, ready to finally settle only to encounter resistance from a ruler trying to expand his empire. They fought him off, and that's the scene that we have today. By now, Abram is probably getting close to 80, and while he was promised this great nation, imagine his fatigue of traveling, the stress of famine, the horror of violent conflict. Whatever energy this 80-year-old might have had in the beginning of this journey was almost certainly all but depleted. And in our reading this morning, we hear Abram's voice full of weariness asking, where is this nation you promised me? I am 80 years old, and I can't go on like this much longer. So God says, Let's go outside for a second. Look up at the stars and count them if you can. So shall your descendants be. God didn't forget. That evening we hear that Abram fell into a deep sleep. Maybe that's all the father of our faith needed to hear. I didn't forget you. I am here with you, even in your tiredness. And though you have nothing left to give, I am still calling you to great things. And so by faith, Abram would go on to be the spiritual father of all those who could come to trust in the great I am. Rest fall into that deep sleep, but know that God has not forgotten about you and know that you are called to great things. These are Abram's word 
to those feeling burnt out this morning. Then we have not-so-fast Jesus. For the last two years, he's been in public ministry, running around as he healed the sick and proclaimed good news to the poor, living into and being the person he was begotten to be. Then enters a warning from the Pharisees that could bring this all to an end. Herod wants to kill you. Well, with the sass of a New Yorker, Christ replies, go and tell that fox that I am casting out demons and performing cures today and tomorrow. That is, sorry, Herod, I am not going to stop being who I was called to be. Here, Christ sets a high bar. Confronted with a situation in which we are asked to suspend what we are doing, or to double down and live into a life that we were called. Christ chooses the latter, setting a hard example for us to follow. A hard example indeed, but one that deep down I believe that those 30 million people followed who wanted to continue to be that good spouse, that supportive parent, that listening friend, that priest who is always there when you needed them. So perhaps this Lent we're called to wrestle with these feelings. For some, maybe this Lent will be a time when like Abram, we seek that deep rest so that we can continue with faith on this journey that God has called us to. For others, maybe this Lent will be a time when, like Christ, we are confronted with obstacles that are placed in the way of being who we are called to be. Either way, spend some extra time with God. Think about what all of this means. Because God hasn't given up on you living into who you have called to be. And who knows, maybe you might be asked to take a step outside and see all the beautiful things that God has in store for you as you live into your call of being who God made you to be.